Here's what's coming up on today's show. You saw seasonality this year, right? September and October were they're, they're traditionally bad months, and they were they were bad again, right? And it just shows why you just once you're in the market, you, you stay in the market. Yeah. You can't time to say. It's time for financial advisor Ben Schrock to give you the keys to retiring with confidence. This is Unlocking Your Financial Future. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Unlocking Your Financial Future. Uh, My name is Ben Schrock and joining me today is our Chief Investment Officer, Portfolio Manager, Jack of all trades, master of them all as well, Keith Lockwood. Keith, welcome. (laughs) Well, today we're going to break this down into two uh, series, two parts, uh, talk about kind of the year of 2023, kind of focus on this back half of 2023, a lot went on. Um, and then second part, we're going to talk a little bit about 2024, what we're looking for into the new year. And as we record this, today is uh, Friday, December 22nd. So obviously any market stuff that we talk about is as of today's value. So um, first to start us off, Keith, you know, we, we always do a halftime report and, you know, we do a kind of a beginning of the year halftime report. And then um, I always ask you at the end of those, where do you expect the market to be and get your prediction in? Uh, I rewatched that, and you said forty five hundred in the S and P five hundred. So, um, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, but glad, gladly being wrong. Yeah. though. we have forty seven something. Yeah, now? forty. I think in the forty seven hundred range, and obviously we still have uh, what four more trading uh, five if you count today trading days left yeah. in the year. So we still got some activity there. But and, and you hear the Santa Claus, you know, effect, right, or whatever. Yeah. And people think that's December. It's not December. It actually starts today through okay. the end of the year. With Santa Claus rally, yes. So, and that on average is one percent. So, so we could see a little bit further run. Then is what you're saying? Yeah, potentially, potentially going through the. There's no volume. Yeah, I mean that's the. That's why you see that. So it's usually all one sided because there is no volume. So, um, yeah. So I guess you know when when uh, looking back in 2023, it was kind of a. A crazy year, but you know, if as it stands today, the S and P's in the are we positive what twenty some percent, twenty four, almost twenty four percent year okay. to date, and hitting historical highs. Correct, all time highs on just about every index. Yep. here in December. So as we hit those, in the was the last time we hit those, I think our set those was the beginning of January twenty twenty two. I believe and so. And then we had that, yeah. you know, the bad year the in 2022. Year 22. So we've basically recovered and then some um, from 2022, correct? Yeah. I mean, this, and, and we'll probably get into it this farther, but it's a little different because, you know, the S&P is way up. But the equal weight, yeah. I mean, it's still a good year. Equal weight's up 11 and a half. Um, that's still a very good year above average. Uh, but that just tells you that the biggest stocks in the indexes mm-hmm. dominated, right? And there's a you know new sayings or acronyms or whatever you want to the magnificent seven or yeah. the super seven, sort of a comic book strip. Yeah, I think. yeah, right. Um, where the seven biggest you know stocks in the index carried the the indexes. Yeah. You know your Microsofts, your Nvidia's, your Googles, your Alphabet, your Amazons. Like you know all phenomenal years mm-hmm. carrying the index, and so so there's. Up until basically middle of November, there, there wasn't a lot of breath as far yeah. as, I mean, the other 493 stocks in the SP 500 weren't doing as well. Go, going into November, it was something like the top 10 stocks as far as 
return and size of the S&P 500 was making up something like 35 or 40 percent of the return. Yeah. Which is which is a crazy number. Well, and those um, those seven carry what about 30 percent of the market cap in the S&P? Is that right, what it is? Right. And it's, you know, it's, it's one of those reasons why we benchmark the equal weight because we can't and most money managers you know out there you know you can't be just in seven stocks right yeah. you're not diversified right like it's great if you're in those seven they go up but if you're just in those seven they all go down right there's a risk yeah <laughs> there's a risk issue there and you know the sec and everybody's going to be jumping on you where's your diversification absolutely um, so so you know it's the equal weight is kind of our benchmark to say okay what's the market doing if we do have a diversified portfolio right um and again that's why uh like you said to your point stay diversified because if you go back a year those stock those same right. stocks got killed well, well here yeah the the seven largest stocks to start the year in 2022 fell by 46 percent wow in 2022 so they lost 4.9 trillion dollars you know that's 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 a lot of money. I'm not sure what trillion is, but it's a <laughs> lot. Um, now those seven same stocks this year are averaging up 105 percent. Wow! Right, so where you know get out of the market, you know jump into MIGAs or give yeah. me give me give me an FIA that has a cap, right? right. Well, go to Treasuries, well, go uh, seek do, do do that at the end of 2021 before mm-hmm. 2022, right? <laughs> right. And and they increased their market cap by the same four point nine trillion dollars, right? That's math, yeah. right? If you're down fifty, you got to get up a hundred to break even, right? Right. So they're you know they're they're more than break even, you know, barely, just after one year, right? Right. That's really not that long of a of a period. Mm-hmm. So you know, and that's why we always just stay in the market. Yeah. This is what normal markets do. They go up. Most of the time, they will go down, but they go up most of the time. You're right, and I think it's it's a testament to you know the the looking at the economy as a whole. There's still a lot of companies out there. You know, 493 of the S and P 500 that there's some that have lost that year. There's still value to to be had within yeah. There's know, the there's, US there's opportunities. Um, you know, short term probably not. Just because mm-hmm. of the run, I mean, we've had an unprecedented run from November into December here, yeah. um, seasonal, but still unprecedented. You know, ninety over ninety percent of the S and P five hundred is above Positive. their their fifty day moving average. Wow! So I'm getting some technical analysis in here. Over seventy five percent of the S and P five hundred is above their two hundred day moving average. So those are that's basically saying, yeah, we've run too far too fast yeah um so in the short term you know the the rsi is pushing 70 which is another overbought category but that's Mm -hmm. overbought in the short term these are all short term you know overbought and when i say short term you know next couple months yeah um well yeah there are opportunities but there are a lot of companies that in the short term have run pretty far like the breadth of you know gains in november december expanded yeah which is good for the market now we're not being dominated by you know only 10 companies i mean just the start in november the equal weight was negative year to date right and it's up 11 and a half so in that, what, that's six a, weeks yeah that's a pretty <laughs> pretty good run in a short time period um so 
But it's, it, you saw seasonality this year, right? September yeah. and October were they're, they're traditionally bad months, months and they yeah. were they were bad again, right? And it just shows why you just once you're in the market, you you stay in the market. Yeah. You can't time this thing, right? Either way, you, you know you gotta get it right twice. We tell it, we say that till we're blue in the face. You gotta get it right twice and if you do if you happen to get it right twice once in your life you got lucky you know know? one million percent so but yeah so the um 2023 as a a year i mean i think we'll remember it as really the the last two months of the year right i mean with all these gains that we've seen um november december it kind of just you forget about the first 10 months (laughs) of the year and all the stuff that happened in 2023 um as we mentioned in previous podcasts with the federal reserve you know raising rates um, continuing to raise rates and now they're at the point where they've paused they haven't <clears throat> officially said they're done they probably never will say they're done but um the market kind of thinks they are right is that a, a reaction to where we see this run kind of coming from the the feds pausing again not raising rates that have a little bit of um you know fuel to the fire there yeah i think it's a combination of seasonality and the you know inflation being tamed yeah. significantly you know at the I mean, you kind of felt like after last meeting, not this most recent one, but meeting before, that they were going to be done. Mm-hmm. Then they were done. It, it is kind of crazy to think the power that not just Powell has, but the Fed governors. Yeah. You know, right when I started doing this 20-plus years ago, you didn't even know who a Fed governor was. Yeah. Now they're on TV making their, you know, statements. I wish we'd go back to the other you know, instead of trying to be a celebrity, just yeah. go back to the way it was. They all get interviewed. Um, yeah. They're all important. All, they're all doing their own shows and all kinds of fun stuff. But um, the most recent one, you know, they've kind of added some language, kind of saying, okay, yeah, we really are done and we're going to look to cut. And they've actually, you know, on their, their dot plot, it's showing three cuts next year um, where the market's anticipating six cuts for whatever reason so that's probably you know don't fight the fed if there's one thing you've ever learned Mm -hmm. um don't fight the fed um but the market's always ahead of what actually happens so all that stuff's being priced in so i know we're going to talk about next year you know in the next segment but you know a lot of stuff's priced in right now right that's why you had the big run up because they said okay we are going to cut Right, mm-hmm. and then the market's usually nine, six to nine months ahead of what's actually happen, happening, you know, in the economy. Um, and let's not get, let's not, um, you know, mistake by any means. The market's not always right either. Right, you know? no, it's irrational, right? That's it's always irrational. Yeah. That's why it's you, you stay invested. <laughs> um, the only thing we do know is it will always go up. Yeah, not all the time, but over time, over time. it will always yeah. go up. Absolutely. So. So, yeah, so that's what I think is is the last two months, you know, these two months. One was seasonality. You're coming out of the, yeah. the typical bad seasonality. You know, there's nothing that was, made it bad. There's no new news. There was no mm-hmm. black swan event. You know, there's nothing that said September and October should have been bad. And then also on top of that, it coincided with, okay, inflation numbers have yeah. been tame. You know, Fed has said, here, we're, here we are, right? Right. Um, I mean, and, and you know, we beat up the Fed quite a bit, you know, in previous talks, and, and a lot of people do. But quite frankly, Keith, I, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know, call a soft landing too soon, but it is are we? We're they've done a pretty dang good job, honestly, getting yeah, us through gonna, this. I was going to say, as of right now, it looks like they're going to hit their whole soft landing. 
that there they talked about um you know i i'm still go back that we were in a recession mm-hmm. in march of 22 through june yeah to basically rolling recessions um i still say they're gonna look back and say that's when all this happened but yeah they've done uh, so far <laughs> it's it's been a halfway decent job yeah. um they've kept jobs you know the, the job market's still strong consumer is still strong you know and they've inflation has come down significantly um now it was a different type of inflation problem because it was on the supply side Mm -hmm. you know kind of covid started that and but yeah i mean it's they've done a pretty good job and then the numbers just came out today so their favorite metric right the the pce um uh, is 3.2 percent annualized which is pretty good, and actually it's 1.9% if you look at six months, yeah. which is actually below their mandate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, their mandate is two, mm-hmm. so, and then if you, <laughs> this is gonna be weird, um, if you actually include food and energy cost, because most of the time the PCE yeah, is not included, it. it actually goes down 2.6 yeah. from 3.2, um, because energy costs have been Come down. down this year, yeah. so, which, uh, main reason is the U.S. has now become the biggest oil producer <laughs> in, uh-huh. in the world. Um, the, that's why OPEC keeps fighting with the, the U.S. over that because they are producing more than 13 million barrels a day. Yeah. So wherever you fall <laughs> on your political scheme there, like they are producing, the production is Still is there. there, and that's why the the cost of or has stayed consistently low yeah it just took a while you know that's why we saw the prices fluctuate was a year ago or or was it 18 months ago even because it you know you can't just shut them down then crank them back up again right. it took some time to get those yep. get back in production so i mean that's during a time of multiple wars yeah. in places that produce oil yeah i mean so. if you can summarize anything from like 2020 till end of 23 it's been nothing but instability unpredictability you know whatever you want to call it two wars feds raising rates inflation sky high you know politically you know political instability and craziness here in the u.s and and yet the markets are one still running. Here. <laughs> yeah right? 20 2020 was over 20 yeah. percent 2021 was over 20 percent and this year is going to be over 20 percent so yeah. So they're pretty resilient, and I, and I think it goes back to what we said earlier. It's the, the you know, the U.S. consumer is still driving this thing, and, and as long as that continues to happen, the market's going to respond positively. Right. Yep. All right, Keith. Well, that's kind of a wrap in 2023. Um, you know, hats off to you. Another great year, another great job um, guiding everyone and, and navigating everyone through this uh, not-so-easy market time that we're in. Next episode, we're going to talk a little bit about 2024, um, some different things that we're looking at um, from from Keith's lens and things that we are looking forward to or maybe not looking forward to in 2024. So if you have any questions for us, you can reach us at 330-473-1060 or you can check us out online at www.bashrock-fg.com. Again, that's www.bashrock-fg.com. Keith, thank you and uh, stay tuned for part two. Investment advisory services offered through B.A. Schrock Wealth Management, Inc., a registered investment advisor. 
B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. This show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.